Hello, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard. God bless you. It's a beautiful day to be alive. And God has been so good to us. And you ought to take time out to just tell God, thank you for giving you another day. Because if you're listening to me now, that means that he's not done with you yet. He continues to bless you every single day. Well, brothers and sisters, I've been thinking a lot about the end times and um, the way things are going right now. And if you think about it, look around us. Um, the Bible uh, clearly talks about in the last days, perilous times shall come. You know, he goes on to say men should be lovers, more lovers of themselves than lovers of God and men's hearts should fail them. And if you look around us, all these things are happening. You know, Jesus told the Pharisees and the Sadducees that they're able to discern when things are going to happen like storms and things like that, but they can't discern the last days. And if you look, um, Jesus, you know, more than 2000 years ago, gave his life for us. And when he came, went back to heaven, you know, we began the last days and that was over 2000 years ago. So think about it. Time is winding up. Things are accelerating and you need to ask yourself, you know, are you, um, are you right with God? And what do I mean by that? Well, have you ever accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? You know, not mentally, you know, not like that, but I'm talking about from your heart. I want to talk to you today um, about something that's interesting and intriguing, and a lot of people are really concerned about it, right? We oftentimes call it the rapture of the church, but let's think about it. Uh, the last days, the end times, where we are now. Let's talk about that. Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for blessing your word, that your people would be blessed as a result of it. Those who hear it, Lord, would take this seriously. And Father God, that um, and realize that time is, is winding up, that things are coming to an end. And um, this dispensation, as we know it, Lord, is winding down quickly. And so I ask you to touch the hearts and minds of those who listen and hear this word today. Holy Spirit, give me what to say and how to say in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, I give you the praise. I give you the honor and the glory for everything that you're going to do. And I ask you all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. I know when I was growing up, one of the things, uh, you know, I used to hear about, especially, you know, in the Baptist church, is we sing a song, be ready when he comes, be ready when he comes, <laughs> be ready when he comes. And, uh, and what it was referring to was when Jesus came back, that you need to be ready. And so have you asked yourself lately, are you ready? I mean, let's not even think about when Jesus comes back. Let's just talk about when you die. You know, chances are you will probably die before Jesus comes back. But in the event, you need to be ready either way, whether Jesus comes back to get the church or whether you die, because once you die, that's it. You know, people walk around all just all day long, not even given one thought to the fact that if their heart stopped beating, if they dropped dead, where would they go? Where would they end up? Have you thought about that? 
have you thought about eternity? You know, those are things that that I think about, you know, because here's the deal. Number one, I don't want to be anywhere in eternity without God. I want to be with God, period. I don't want to be away from God now, nor do I want to be away from God when we get to eternity. And you got to remember that every person on this planet is going to live forever. Uh, whether you cease to exist physically is irrelevant because your spirit is real. See, here's the thing. Here's what you have to understand. That man is a spirit. He has a soul and he lives in a body. God created you in his image and in his likeness. So therefore, if you're spirit, you're like him. You're never going to cease to exist. But here's your situation. Here's your problem, right? Is that once you die, if you haven't accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, then you can't just walk up on the earth like a ghost. Because once this body is gone, once this body ceases to exist, your spirit has to go somewhere. And it's not going like the movie Ghost. You remember that? You know, I think back in the, what was it, 80s, 90s, when Patrick Swayze made that movie uh, Ghost, you know, and he was uh, he was killed, and I don't guess, in a murder, uh, a robbery attempt or what have you. And his ghost was on the earth walking around trying to get in touch with his uh, his wife, and it, it was just a mess. Uh, but you know, it's funny because that movie had some uh, some truth to it. Not the fact that Patrick Swayze was a ghost, but what happened to people when they die. You know, and so there were a couple scenes in there where you know a couple people died that were evil, and these demons came and and pulled them down to hell. Well, guess what? That's uh, that's pretty close. Anyway. Uh, you got to understand that you're a spirit, so you're going to exist somewhere. It ain't going to be with God if you haven't accepted him. Here's the deal. Why do you want to spend eternity with God when you don't even want to spend time with him on earth? You don't even want to accept him as your Lord and Savior. You don't want to accept what his son has done for you. And then when you die, you want to spend your eternity with God? Are you kidding me? And see, that's where you are. And that's exactly, you know, what this is about. We talk about things like the rapture of the church and, you know, when Jesus comes back, he's coming back for his people. Right. But, you know, you need to be concerned with today because it's appointed until a man wants to die and then the judgment. So you need to be concerned with now what would happen if you stop breathing and you just I mean, you just drop dead. Now you're gone. Your spirit is outside of your body. What would you tell God? Think about that for a minute. This is real. This is not something to play with. And here's the deal. Being in the church is not going to save you. Being a member of a church won't save you. You know, being um, a good person is not going to save you. Your problem is you're still connected with Adam. When Adam, when he disobeyed God, the Bible talks about how sin came into the earth. And so because of Adam, everything that's born into this world is born into sin. You know, David said that in sin, he was conceived. So think about it. Every person born into this world is born a sinner and born apart from God, away from God. 
Every person. It doesn't matter who you are. If you're born into this world, you're born away from God. And so God has a plan where he's already sent his son Jesus into the world, which he did already, and he secured our salvation. You know, he restored us back to God. But the thing is, you have to accept what Jesus did. If you can't accept what Jesus did and accept him as your Lord and Savior, then you're in trouble. The Bible says that they that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You know, the scripture talks about in Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, that you would be saved. But the thing is, you have to do it because the Bible says if you want to see the kingdom of God, you must be born again. You can't be uh, just a churchgoer. You can't be Baptist. You know, well, I'm Baptist. I was baptized when I was 12 years old. But that's not going to get it because you need to be born again. Being born again is a process that takes place when you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, that the Spirit of the God, the Spirit of God baptizes you into the body of Christ, changes your whole spirit. Everything about you changes, and you're restored back to God. At that moment, when you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you're made righteous. At that moment, you secure eternal life, that you're going to live with God forever and forever and forever. That's why it's so important. It's so important when you make that decision about Christ. Yes, the rapture will occur. I promise you, there will be a day when Jesus comes back to get his church. The scripture talks about that. The Bible says, for the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud voice, with a loud command, with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet call of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. After that, we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with him in the clouds and we will meet the Lord in the air and we'll be, we will be with the Lord forever. And that's First Thessalonians 4, 16 and 17. It does talk about Jesus coming back. And here's the deal. When that does happen, there will be a lot of people that are not going with him. Well, guess what? If you die without Christ, you're not going with him. Huh? So even if he raptures the church, you're still not going because you depend on this world and you depend on this world system and you, you depend on these rules about do's and don'ts and, and, and instead of looking to Christ, looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Listen, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth and the life. No man can come to the father except he first come through him. The only way to God is through his son, Jesus. Then you get upset because you want to do it your way. But then when God who made heaven and earth, who made everything on this planet, when he sets a way to do things and makes rules, it is what it is. Listen, God put the law of gravity into operation. He did that. You can't change that law. I don't care. You can say it doesn't exist, but go on that building and jump. Jump off that building. Huh? And what happens? You're not going up, baby. You're coming down, right? And you can hit the ground because why? Because there's a law of gravity on the earth. Also, there's a law of sin and death on this earth, in this earth. And so what Jesus does is he comes so that he can supersede the law of sin and death 
so that he can get us restored back to God so that we would be with God forever. God's desire, his heart is for all of his people to be with him. He wants us to be with him, but he's not going to make you do anything against your will. So yes, there is a rapture. There is a such thing as the church being taken out of here. Now here's what's crazy, right? When Jesus comes and he appears in the air with the voice of an archangel, and when he speaks, the Bible says that the dead in Christ will rise. Those bodies that have uh, died in Christ, they're going to get up and they're going to ascend and their spirits that went on to be with Jesus are going to meet those bodies and they're going to be with the Lord forever and forever. <laughs> That's exactly right. But what you have to understand is, in the meantime, what? What if he don't come back in your lifetime? You still going to die because it's appointed until a man wants to die and then the judgment. So what are you going to do about that? That's your question. That's your question. We live in this world every single day we get up. We can make a decision every single day. We go to work. We do whatever it is we do every day. Right. And at some point in that 24 hour period, you need to be thinking about your eternal existence. Where are you going to go when you die? Because here's the deal. The devil wants you to think that there's nothing after this life. He wants you to think that that's the end of it. Once this life is over, it's over, you know, but that's not true. You are a spirit. You have a soul and you live in a body. And if listen, the Bible talks about the rich man and Lazarus. I mean, there are so many. If you look, if you look in the Bible, there are so many uh, instances where um, where God lets you know that, listen, y'all. <laughs> heaven and hell is real. It is what it is. It is real. Look, listen, let me let me read you a story. And this is out of. Uh, this is out of Luke 16, and it talks about the rich man and Lazarus. And Jesus was telling this story. This is a true story. And here's what he said. There was a rich man who was dressed in purple and in fine linen, and he lived in luxury every day. At his gate laid a beggar, and his name was Lazarus, covered in sores and longing to eat what fell from the rich man's table. Even the dogs came and licked his sores. The time came when the beggar died and the angels carried him into Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried and in hell, he lifted up his eyes in torment. Now I need you to look, think about this for a minute. The Bible says that Lazarus died and he was carried into the bosom of Abraham, right? But the rich man died the Bible says he was buried, right? So his body was put in the ground. And then the next thing you know, the Bible says that in hell, where he was in torment, he looked up and he saw Abraham afar off. Now his body was buried, right? You got that. But in hell is where his spirit was. And he looked up. And now here's the thing. In hell, he could feel, he could, he could see, he could remember, because here's what he says in hell. He says, Father Abraham, have pity on me and send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water to cool my tongue. Okay, so he had a tongue, right? He was tormented. 
he was hot and he wanted some water, right? All he wanted to do was just the tip of his finger to cool his tongue, right? What does that tell you? His body was in the, in the ground. They buried him. They probably lamented over him. They probably said he was a great man and all these other things. But his spirit was in hell. And so now he's being tormented, right? And so Father Abraham said to him, son, remember that in your lifetime you received good things while Lazarus received bad things. But now Lazarus is comforted here and you are in agony. And he says, and besides all this between us, and you is a great chasm that has been set in place so that those who want to go from here cannot, nor can anyone cross over from there to us. He answered, then I beg you, Father, send Lazarus to my family, for I have five brothers. Let him warn them so that they will not also come to this place. Father Abraham said, ah, nope, uh-uh. they have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. He said that, um, if someone from the dead goes to tell them they will repent, this is what the rich man says. And he said to him, if they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, they will not be convinced. Even if someone rises from the dead, that's what Abraham says to the rich man. And so if you read that story, you understand something that number one, he could remember when he was in hell. He could feel when he was in hell, he was thirsty. He was in torment. He was burning. He was in pain. I mean, there were nothing but bad things there because in his life, you know, he had all these good things that happened and he was a very stingy man and an evil man. Right. And he wouldn't have mercy on Lazarus. And all of a sudden, when he died, the tables are turned. Now, Lazarus is being comforted. Right. But the rich man, he's being tormented. And the point I want to make to you is that once you leave this world, listen, your spirit is going somewhere. It's just a matter of what decision did you make when you were on the earth? That is the decision. That is it. That's what counts. So I'm going to tell you that this world is quickly coming to an end. This world will one day look up and Jesus Christ will crack the sky and the dead in Christ will rise. And we which which are alive we will be caught up and we will be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. And we're going to meet the Lord in the air. and We're going to live with him forever and forever if he comes while we're on this earth. But if not, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So even if I die before the rapture, I'm going to be with the Lord forever. Right. And when the rapture occurs, I'm going to come back with him and I'm going to get my body back. <laughs> That's the dead in Christ when they rise. Right. That that's their bodies rising and the saints going to get their bodies back and then they're going to go on to be with the Lord forever. And all those people that are alive, every one of them will be changed in the moment in the twinkling of an eye. Those who've accepted Christ. Here's your issue. And here's what you need to think about. Did you accept Christ? Not all this. I'm going to church. I'm a good person. I'm a Baptist. I'm a Pentecostal. I'm a Methodist. I didn't ask you that. My question to you is, did you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior? Have you ever trusted him in faith? Ask him to come into your heart and be the Lord and Savior of your life. Have you done that? So you can walk around here all day long and act like you're a Christian and act like all these things. But I'm going to tell you, when you die, you take your last breath, you'll know. 
you'll know. Right. And when you leave out of your body, you know, you're going to eternal damnation. There is no doubt. And when you get there, God, you know, God is justified because your spirit will know it because you made the wrong decision. You chose the world over Christ. So the question is, what are you going to do about that? That's the question. What do you do about that? Well, I'm going to tell you, brothers and sisters. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever uh, receives him shall not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So here's the deal. God loved you so much that he sent Jesus. That whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So if you accept him, you don't have to worry about the judgment seat. I mean, the judgment of God, the wrath of God. You don't have to worry about that. You don't have to face the great white throne judgment. You know there's a day coming where every person that never accepted Christ will stand before God and give an account. The Bible said that the numbers was, was more than the sands on the sea, the sands on the seashore. So I will tell you that every person that ever existed on this earth that never accepted Christ as Lord and Savior will stand before God and will give an account. Listen, I don't want the bad things in my life speaking for me. You know, I want I want the things that that when I got saved, those things, that video to speak for me, showing me accepting Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I don't want to be in a situation where my bad life is being played in heaven. I don't want that. Thank God the Bible says that Jesus will wash your sins away as far as the east is from the west. And you can't ever that there you can't determine that distance because east from the west will never end and will never meet. So that's what's awesome about that. But listen, brothers and sisters, here's my question to you. Do you want to make sure that you're right with God? Do you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior? If you do, right, then pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you right now, and I'm a sinner, and I want to be saved. I believe that you died for my sins, and I believe that God raised you from the dead. Jesus, I repent of my sins, and Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart and be the Lord and Savior of my life. I call upon you now. You said if I call on the name of the Lord, I'll be saved. I call upon your name and I thank you. And I receive you right now, Lord, as my Lord and as my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Thank you, Lord. I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm saved. Brothers and sisters, if you pray that prayer with me, you're a child of God. You have eternal life right now, not later, now. Because the moment you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, your, your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. That angel got the book and wrote your name. And so I want you to get in a good Bible, believe in church, get you a good Bible, download a good Bible app, and start learning about this Jesus that saved you, this Jesus that went to the cross for you, this Jesus that died for your sins. Start learning about him because guess what? 
Jesus is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He's the great I am. Most of all, Jesus is Lord. Well, brothers and sisters, God bless you. And um, I encourage you today to uh, really take some time out to get in your word and make sure you're in the faith. You've accepted Christ. Now you're an extension of him. You're part of the body of Christ. So you need to be out there telling others about him. It's in him that we live, we move, and we have our being. So brothers and sisters, God bless you. I want you to have a great and a wonderful day. Go out and tell somebody about Jesus because the world is going to hell in a handbasket. We need to tell others about him because he's been so good to us. Well, God bless you. This is Brother Leonard. I want you to have a great and a wonderful day. God bless.